Dear Pari, Nana and I still remember the day we first saw you. No parent will ever forget the first time they see their child. Your big black eyes, your half smile and your jet black hair. You were so tiny. You had the biggest bindi. It was shaped like a moon. Holding you, a four-month-old baby for the first time, felt so unreal for both of us. Yes, you heard it right. I held you for the first time when you were just four months old. Welcome to Dear Pari, a groundbreaking podcast series presenting facts, bursting myths and tackling stigma around adoption. It will bring to you varied viewpoints from adoptees, parents, adoption experts and government officials. This podcast is being brought to you by Suno India, a podcast platform for issues that matter. And I am Rakesh and we are hosts of Dear Pari. This episode will bring to you stories of how people are dealing with lengthy waiting times. It will also touch upon the role of extended family and the questions most families face when they decide to adopt. I first heard about adoption when I was a teenager, when my aunt adopted a baby girl. I remember asking my mom a lot of questions. I saw my cousin grow up into a confident young girl and realized a child just needs love and care. Since then, I thought if I were to become a mother, it would be through adoption. I always felt that adoption was a noble act that some selfless people do or something that only people who could not conceive did. Like many men, I was also conditioned to think that having a baby is a measure of masculinity. But after being with Priya, many of my opinions have changed, including that of how to start a family. Being a family is about sharing a bond, sharing love, sharing life. In 2015, five years into our marriage, we read that the process of adopting was made easier. We decided to know more and once we felt sure that we were ready, we registered with CARA as PAPS. You'll hear these terms on and off, so do try and remember them. CARA is a central adoption resource authority, the government body that regulates adoption in India, and PAPS stand for Prospective Adoptive Parents. Before we registered, we told our parents about this decision to adopt. Since we both worked for NGOs, our parents thought that this was an act of charity. There was no opposition as such, but we knew the questions were gathering. Why adopt? Will you have a child later? Your biological clock is ticking, Priya. Shouldn't you first have a child and then maybe adopt? You know it won't be the same as having a biological child. Just some of the many, many things I was asked and told. After a few days, a social worker visited us to carry out the home study report. This is the first step which evaluates you as parents. The way this is carried out varies from agency to agency and it is at this step that usually causes delay in registering. When the social worker visited us, she asked us a lot of questions. 
about our motivation to adopt how will parent our child what kind of support we would receive from extended family and if we will disclose to our child that she was adopted the interview lasted over 2 and 1/2 hours and we used the opportunity to also ask her a lot of questions at the end of the interview she told us to be prepared for a wait of at least an year in the last week of january of 2016 we got an email from kara saying that we had been matched with a girl and we both were so excited she was a beautiful baby girl from one of the northeastern states and we were thrilled to receive her profile i called the adoption home and uh, we told that the referral was a mistake as a child had already been matched with another set of parents i was heartbroken but there was more to worry about as per the rules back then if you didn't reserve the child within 48 hours you lose your seniority and since this wasn't our fault we decided to go to the kara office and ask them to ensure that our seniority in the list did not get affected thankfully we were told that wouldn't happen a few days later kara introduced an option to bring home a child from anywhere in india until then parents had to choose three states so we quickly opted for that anywhere in india option and we were bumped up in the list as not many parents in early 2016 actually chose this option a few weeks later came the referral of our dear pari all this happened in a span of 5 months a roller coaster of emotions i know 5 months is not a long wait by today's standards at all we received the email on feb 15 2016 i remember calling priya and she was excited but in a measured way as she was yet to get over the confusion from the first referral it was a week day and we were at work we both decided to log in at the same time to see the referrals back then kara used to send parents information of three children at once this was the part we hated the most in the entire process as we knew we were gambling with the lives of children we saw parispic and information she was the child with the most information such as in terms of her medical records child development indicators etc priya called the agency to tell them that we have been matched and the person in charge told us to come prepared to take the child home and we weren't expecting that at all in 3 days we had to make travel arrangements from booking flight tickets to the nearest airport hiring a car and buy baby related stuff friends and family quickly helped us to make a list of things we would need to take with us for a 4 month old but we had forgotten to take a crash course on changing diapers which led to a stinky disaster that's a story for another day after reaching the nearest airport um we took an hour off to go to the beach i remember clicking silly selfies with uh, rakesh and uh, talking about how our lives were about to change forever in just under 6 hours we reached in the afternoon and we had to go meet the adoption home representatives 
we were quite anxious and uh, were unsure on what to say i remember this kind man asking if he wanted to come and see the child and we both just looked at each other and said yes together i was standing at the door and priya was called in first the room had many babies the caretaker then lifted a small baby and handed her to priya she places beautiful baby gently in my arms and i couldn't stop looking at her and thinking this is so real i'm going to be a mom i just remember looking into my daughter's eyes and just thinking that the entire universe was in it for me that moment when it hit me that i became a dad was in the local district hospital we had taken our daughter for a regular checkup as she was running a slight fever i was standing in the queue waiting to register her at the counter the man at the counter asked me what's the name of the baby and i gave her name and then he asked me what's the name of the father and without a second thought i gave my name two days of back and forth between the district court and the hotel where we were staying um we finished all the legal formalities and we became foster parents for our pari that evening we made calls to our extended family and friends to inform that we were going to be parents the reactions ranged from utter confusion to extreme joy when we broke the news we then started our journey back to the airport it was a 6 hour drive we held her for some time and then for a while she slept in the car seat we had carried with us by the time we reached the hotel it was quite late exhausted all we wanted to do was sleep but the only one who could sleep was pari as both of us were too scared that we will turn and crush her we obviously had were not used to sleeping with a baby in between us this anxiety kept us awake all night and we just couldn't wait to get on to the first flight home to my mother's place that night we realized that our wait to start the family had just ended in 2015 the process of adopting went online this meant that prospective parents had to register online with cara this centralized the process and it became one big pool of interested parents what this also meant was that the specialized adoption agencies in districts had no say in selecting parents for children anymore once the system went online more urban parents queued up this coupled with cara's awareness drive on adoption also added to the increased demand for adoption currently there are 19000 parents waiting to adopt just over 2000 children under the recently amended juvenile justice act also known as jj act however many adoptions continue to happen under the hindu adoption and maintenance act 1956 also known as hama did i say only 2000 children are available for adoption yes but aren't there more than 50000 orphan children as per some estimates yes so where are these kids going 
well you'll hear more about this in our coming episodes with this kind of skewed ratios being patient is a big virtue for prospect to adoptive parents as the current wait time is anywhere from a year and a half to 2 years hi i'm deepa and i'm a journalist i'm residing in chennai we spoke to deepa who has been waiting since a year to adopt and asked her why did she and her husband decide to adopt and how they are dealing with the waiting uh, more than me it was vasant who was always keen in adoption so that idea kind of came to me uh, through him so i was fine with both uh, but for me like as a woman i i just wanted to uh, feel how birthing is uh, both of us we were uh, interested in adopting a second baby so we thought our first baby would be a biological child and we wanted to adopt a second baby in 2016 i was pregnant but uh, during the second scan they found out like the fetus was uh, uh, having a congenital disorder and uh, the child cannot survive for long even if i had a, a delivery so doctor suggested i should uh, uh, abort the kid that was a very uh, low face of my life and i think uh, down the line probably there isn't much difference between a, a biological child and, and and an adopted child the child is a child once after deciding that uh, we took a decision and about adoption that's when i started uh, seeing this in a in a new perspective and i was i was more fascinated by by the entire idea so you know like uh, it it just starts off as two complete strangers and then uh, they 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 bond and they gel so well and uh, that 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 very idea it's fascinated me Deepa told me that while the initial registration process was fairly straightforward the wait period for the home study report was a nerve-wracking one it took her nearly 2 months for this to happen she told us how she finds the various facebook group for adoptive parents in india more informative than kara's website as despite having access to the website and knowing her seniority she still feels quite lost in understanding how or why the seniority level drops or rises To explain this further to you, prospective parents are assigned a certain number based on their seniority, which is in turn decided by various factors such as when you registered, the age and gender of the child you select, and so on. Uh, actually, we were mentally prepared to wait because uh, before registering Kara, we did a little bit of um, homework. So I knew the time it's going to be uh, like for a biological kid, you know, you have to wait for 10 months, but this is going to be longer than that. We, we knew that. So we were mentally prepared, but uh, what really puts you off is like every week uh, we religiously open the Kara page and we check our seniority, but then the, that seniority coming down it's painfully slow that's that's one problem actually for many parents the wait time is a frustrating one we asked deepa how she and her husband are dealing with this and she suggests that couples use the time constructively 
you can use this time to rethink probably because if you think you've hurriedly taken a decision on in adoption uh, maybe you can use these years to uh, rethink on that and then you can use this time to convince your extended family because that's that's really important in a country like india so it's not just you and your kid your your parents and your parents in law at least at least all of you should be on the same page we as deepa what would help moving forward it would be great actually if this period comes down i understand not every child can be uh, put on adoption but then still like uh, you physically see a lot of children but then your numbers your state wise numbers are like really low uh, you know it's in single digit in many uh, states i really wish to know like why this difference is there so and i don't even know whether that's good or bad నిజంగా మీకు అడాప్షన్ చేసుకోవాలనుకున్నారా రియల్లీ వాంటెడ్ టు అడాప్ట్ చైల్డ్ అండ్ ఆర్ యూ రెడీ ఫర్ దట్ మెంటల్లీ అండ్ మోర్ దాన్ దట్ ఐ హ్యాడ్ డౌట్స్ అండ్ ఫియర్ ఇన్ మై మైండ్ వాట్ అదర్స్ విల్ సే బికాస్ పీపుల్ ఆర్ రెడీ టు సే సో మెనీ థింగ్స్ సో హౌ యూ ఆర్ గోయింగ్ టు రియాక్ట్ ఫర్ దట్ ఏమైనా రిగ్రెట్ అవుతారా యూ జస్ట్ హర్డ్ మై మదర్ My mother knew that I wanted to adopt but she still had her concerns in terms of what the society would say and how people would react to this decision to adopt. I talked to my mom about what she thinks is the role of an extended family. The role of the extended family from both the sides it plays a key role after the decision taken by their kids to adopt because once we accept or respect the decision of adoption as a parent we have to give a support because not only parents at that time we become the grandparents so whether it is a biological child or adopted child whatever it is a child is welcome to the family it is better uh, allows to be more uh, open minded and accept the decision and we should not uh, too much probe or uh, Uh, re-question, ask them to rethink their decision kind of thing. They're uh, adults enough to take their own decision and then go ahead with it. Parents who choose adoption face a lot of resistance and stigma. Often the resistance is loud and clear and other times it is unsaid. We spoke to a couple, Sneha and Gaurav. They struggled to convince their parents and faced a lot of stigma because of their decision to adopt. The following conversation is in English. and parts of it is in hindi we will provide a translation on our website sunoindia.in for those who don't follow the language gorav has been talking about adoption throughout uh, he always used to tell his parents that he wants to adopt but maybe they didn't take him seriously log bolte rehte but actual mein kon karta hai types but then when uh, we finally decided that we want to register with kara that time before registering we had uh, in informed both sets of parents uh, gorav's parents were uh, uh, hesitant like why do you want to go for it um, since we didn't have a medical problem because you know in our society adoption still is considered as a last resort so they had clearly told us that you know they are not up for it so then at one point of time we decided that okay let's just give them time 
the waiting period is really really tiring and then if you simultaneously deal with these uh, you know it, it becomes really too much to handle so we decided then uh, that let it be let the let them decide on their own maybe when the child comes they might change what were some of the questions that they asked you log kya kahenge is so what will the society say what if somebody doubts uh, you know uh, my son's manhood or my daughter in law's womanhood they had this doubt like you know wo kahan se aaya hoga kiska hoga you know what i mean so all those doubts were there like you know flesh own flesh and blood then what will be he, uh, the child's origin in terms of caste or creed or religion or you know like like that Sneha told us earlier that Gaurav wanted to always adopt. We asked him why and he said he never knew why, but he always knew he would do it. Gaurav's favorite memory is of when he saw his daughter the first time. He told us that he doesn't think he'll love anyone more than his daughter. मैंने अपनी बेटी को सबसे ज्यादा पहली बार देखा था तो दिल में एक ही फीलिंग आई थी कि इससे ज्यादा प्यार मैं किसी से ना तो करता हूं ना कर करूंगा. वो फीलिंग मैं बयां कर नहीं सकता क्योंकि वो फीलिंग मेरी आंखों में एक्चुअली मैं राजपूत हूँ आंखों में आंसू नहीं आते पर राही को देख के आंखों में आंसू आते हैं जब भी कोई कुछ होता है आज भी तो ही आंखों में आंसू आते हैं वरना कभी नहीं होता हाँ इतना है कि मेरी बेटी मेरे दिल के करीब है और वो <laughs> वो मेरा जो तेरह महीने का पीरियड है ना मैंने इसी साथ शेयर नहीं करी फीलिंग और वो तेरह महीने मेरी जिंदगी के सबसे मुश्किल थे क्योंकि उसका इंतजार मैं सबसे ज्यादा किया जिंदगी में सबसे लंबा लॉन्ग पीरियड मेरा मेरी बेटी के साथ ही तेरह साढ़े तेरह महीने वो और जब वो आई थी वो फर्स्ट डे मुझे याद है क्योंकि वो अपनी मम्मी की गोद में थी तब भी वो मुझे ही देख रही थी वो फीलिंग कुछ अलग थी बल्कि स्नेहा मुझसे पहले देख के आ गई थी मैं डॉक्यूमेंट पूरे कर रहा था और जब पर मैंने राइट को देखा था और मैं ये कुछ खानदान बढ़ाएगा क्योंकि लड़का हो या लड़की कोई भी आपका परिवार आगे बढ़ा सकता है और और कोई इतना फेमस तो हम थे नहीं कि अगर हम अगर एक बच्चा अगर बायोलॉजिकल ना हो तो कि हम की दुनिया पे कोई असर पड़ेगा आज तक ये फीलिंग जिस जिसके साथ भी शेयरिंग करी है उसने मना ही किया है स्कूल टाइम में बताया कॉलेज टाइम में बताया फादर को बताया फ्रेंड्स को बताया सब यही बोलते बोलते थे कि अपना होना चाहिए बायोलॉजिकल होना चाहिए ये फीलिंग स्नेहा के साथ जब रिलेशनशिप में आया था उसके बाद स्नेहा के साथ करी थी तो स्नेहा ने हामी भरी थी फर्स्ट पर्सन और लास्ट पर्सन बाकी तो सबने मना ही किया हाँ रजिस्टर करने के टाइम पे फादर और मदर के साथ डिस्कशन किया था तो उन्होंने तो कुछ ओके कहा नहीं था उन्होंने सीधे 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 मना कर दिया था सिस्टर का भी आंसर गोलमोल था उस जैसा खास नहीं था राई एक हफ्ता हॉस्पिटल में एडमिट हुई थी तब वो फैमिली वाले आके बोलते थे कि ये कैसा बच्चा लेके आए हो ये क्या है अब जब राही की सेहत काफी अच्छी हो गई है एक मेरे चाचा चाची थे वो सबसे ज्यादा हैप्पी थे और मेरी कजन सिस्टर्स 
راہی کے آنے کے آنے پر ان کا ماننا تھا کہ بہت دنوں بعد گھر میں بچہ آیا وہ آج تک راہی کے راہی کو پوچھتے ہیں میرے ممی پاپا نے ابھی حال ہی میں آنا اسٹارٹ کیا ہے انہیں بھی اب اپنی پوتی سے تھوڑا لگاؤ اچھا ہو گیا Sneha and Gaurav's story of convincing the family over the time has ended on a good note. Gaurav's parents have come around and are now bonding with their granddaughter. But it is not just the near and dear who need to be sensitized. Neighbors, schools, teachers, you, me, we all need to learn and unlearn our own stereotypes about adoption. More importantly, parents who choose adoption should not be shamed that they choose this route. Our own experience has shown us that often just having a conversation about adoption makes many people uncomfortable. Either they praise us, say how noble we are, we aren't. Adoption isn't charity. It is as selfish an act as having a child. Or they advise us to have our own child and tell us that it will never be the same. We've also been asked the cast of our child, if we knew our origins and so on. We cringe when we hear jokes on adoption and there are so many out there from bollywood to your next door stand up comedian all of them make fun of adoption next time you hear a joke on adoption or are about to make one we hope you will pause more on this in our next episode which will deal with how society stigmatizes families who adopt and the impact this has on parents and children alike thank you for listening to this episode of dear pari Please share your experiences or thoughts on this episode with us. You can send in your comments or voice notes to hello at sunoindia.in. We depend a lot on you to spread the word. So if you like this episode, please do share it with your friends and family. We welcome you to subscribe for free on our website sunoindia.in. Subscribers will receive the episodes as soon as they are released and also exclusive content. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and any other podcasting app of your choice. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Please use hashtag #dearpari. We would like to thank Nikhil Rao of Indian Ocean for original music, Priyanka Kumar for artwork, Tarun Nirvana our digital lead and Kunika Balhotra our communication officer for their support.